Haha ha, Dick, welcome back to Haha ha, Dick. Today I want to talk about how the dick, the penis, the male penis of the human is the most important priority in most men's lives. And this is not just my conjecture, although it is my conjecture, so uh, it's an opinion, but also I want to back it up with facts. And it's not the usual science facts, you know, like without the dick and without semen and orgasms and all that stuff, then there would be uh, no humanity at all, and uh, the entire human race would be not existing without the penis, uh, aka the cock dick penis, also known as a Peter. In the old days, people used to call it the Peter. That's why they called it the Peter Principle, and Peter Pan, because Peter Pan had a Peter, and everywhere Peter went, Peter had his Peter, and everywhere... All of us men go, we have our cock and balls and dick and penis and balls, and we are always holding it. And it's not because we're perverted. It's because every time we pee, we have to hold our fucking cocks and we have to hold our dicks. And I think that is something that we don't talk about enough in society. And that's why I want to talk about the holding of the penis uh, and the many awesome manipulations that we do with the penis on a daily basis because the penis is the greatest thing that ever happened to men for sure and there are a lot of men who are like no 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 Doug the greatest thing that's ever happened to men is uh, women and uh, the vagina and boobs and their butts and you know what you know I'm a big supporter of (laughs) vagina and the boobs and the butt and everything else So I'm not here to start some gender war. That's not my goal. I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, you know, men are awesome and women are terrible or uh, men are terrible and women are awesome. I think that all humans are basically the same at root in terms of their character and how much they lie and how much they manipulate and all that other stuff. And you could look at stats and be like, oh, men kill more than women or, you know, women do more than this than men or whatever the fuck you can do men you know more men than women get murdered or whatever you can do all these things with statistics which are all you know true facts don't lie but that's not why i'm here today because that's not my goal i'm not one of these jordan peterson fuck faces who's here to tell you like oh you need to be more this or more that or else you know you're gonna be subjugated by the feminist (laughs) whatever that's a bunch of bullshit you know, um, but I do think that there is something to be said for the cock and balls and dick and penis and Peter and the Peter principle and the Peter pan and the um, what else do we call the dick? You know, people call their dicks names and stuff, you know, like George, you know, oh, I'm going to go say hello to George. There was this movie in the 80s that came out and it was uh, I forget what it was called, but it had dragons in it. And one of the dragons, I think, was called the Kraken. And they were like, release the Kraken. And then after that, there were all these guys that I knew in the 80s. And then when they would go pee, they would go, I'm going to release the Kraken. And I used to love that. I thought that was fantastic. Anyway, so I'm trying to stay focused here on the cock and balls and Dick and Peter and uh, penis and prick. Oh, there's another one, prick. I should have looked up the synonyms before I started this because that would have been fun. We could have done synonyms with balls and, you know whatever anyway so let's get back to my scientific survey i did this scientific survey in a bar where all right so you have to imagine i'm standing in a bar and there's a bunch of women here and a bunch of men here and i don't know why it happened like this but all the women decided to talk to each other and all the men decided to talk to each other and it was kind of like spread around this table and i'm at the head of the table stand we're all standing and i'm at the head of the table because i like head and i like being the head 
And so I like having a head. I like the whole head process. So here I am at the head of this table. And there was a woman I knew here. And she goes, uh, blah, 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 blah. A friend of mine. I'm not making fun of her. She's like, blah, 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 blah. And then I said, blah, 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 blah. And then suddenly I said, well, you know what? My number one priority in life, like the number one priority in the lives of all men, is my dick, my penis, my Peter, my prick. And she laughed and said, oh, Doug, you're just so always consumed with your dick. And uh, men aren't like this. And I go, oh, really? And then I said to the men that were over here, I said, uh, attention, all men. I need your attention and attention, all women. I need to do a, a poll right now. And I said to all these guys, I said, I want you to do me a favor because I'm having a conversation about my dick. And I want all of you men to raise your hand if your number one priority in life is your dick. And I want to repeat this poll for you. I said, all men, raise your hands if your number one priority in life is your dick. And me and like seven of the eight guys, it was everybody but one guy, raised their hand. Every single guy but one guy raised their hands and said that their dick was their number one priority in life. And then the women over here started laughing. And the one that I'd been talking to goes, this is absurd. Like, I don't ever think about my vagina as a priority. And if I had to, she goes, if I had to prioritize my vagina, and I'm not making fun of her. I'm just, she's not here. So my hand has to suffice. Uh, when I'm making little hand motions, I'm like, this is her. And she's going, if I had to, you know, uh, prioritize my vagina, my vagina would come in like 36th place. Ha ha ha. And these other women were like, yeah, we all just take our vaginas for granted. And we don't really think about our vaginas ever and et cetera. And I go, well, this is the problem right here. This is the problem <laughs> with you know, relations between men who want women and women who want men, which is that men are like cock, cock, cock. What am I going to do with my cock, cock? Oh, my dick needs attention, attention, attention. I have to pee. I have to hold it and I have to have an orgasm or I'm going to die. And then women are like, you know what? Why can't you just uh, suck it up, buttercup? You know, why can't you just be stronger the way that we women are. But here's the thing. Okay, so I want to give you a scientific thought process behind why men are so obsessed with their cocks and their balls. And it's beyond just psychology. There's some weird sort of, um, you know, cultural thought that men are only thinking about their dicks psychologically, sociologically. Oh, you wouldn't think about your dicks all the time if there was no porn, or if there was no this, or if there was no that, or if you had more self-control, as if men don't have self-control all the time. Do you know how much self-control I'm constantly using every minute of the day? So now I'm not trying to fuss at women at all. I'm trying to say to you what I've said to many women over the years, which is this. Okay, when women get wet sexually, when women get turned on, I'm not trying to say that I'm Dr. Ruth or something, by the way, or that I, ha I don't have a vagina, so I'm not trying to speak on behalf of vaginas. This is my layman's, you know, I've been married, I've been engaged a bunch, I've lived with a bunch of women, I've been around the block, you know. So what I'm saying about the female experience, uh, at least, and you know, if you're a woman, 
please come back at me and tell me where I'm wrong. But when a woman gets uh, turned on, you know, and then she has wetness, then if she decide if if you know if nothing happens or whatever, then that wetness can just dissipate, right? Now there's more to it than that. I'm not trying to just minimize uh, minimize what it is to be a turned on woman. I would never. But what I'm saying in this one regard, I'm getting to a point, is you're a woman, you get turned on, you have wetness, this happens. Then if something doesn't happen, if you don't have an orgasm, the wetness goes away. You might have some frustration or something, but a lot of women don't, but a lot of women do. Now, on the other hand, let's say you're a man and then your body is constantly creating cum. And we are a cum factory. And this is what I think we need to embrace. And everybody's been trying to run away from this fact for a long time because, you know, we've had the Disneyification of America where we try to, you know, oh, we're all clothed. Oh, I don't have genitals or nipples or a butthole or anything like that. I am covered in clothing. And wherever I go, I just pretend I'm this robot. I'm just a Robotron walking around in society, going to the grocery store or to the bar. And I'm just this robot and I have no sexuality. Meanwhile, as a man, every day for me and for a lot of men, and then for some men, it's twice, you know, every other day or four times a week or whatever it is, you have all this cum that accumulates in your body. And if you don't get it out, you're in pain. And then this is very frequently called the blue balls. Now we all know this. There are a lot of women in the world who are like, and again, I'm not fussing at women. I'm not coming at women. I'm not a woman hater. I'm not a misogynist. I'm not doing this at all. I'm talking like a professor of the dick. I'm not, not trying to mansplain the vagina. I'm just trying to me, uh, haha dick, explain my concept personally of what it is to want to have sex all the time. And this is, so your body's like, must make sperm and semen. These are two different things. One's the river, one's the fish. And so when you have an orgasm as a man, you have the river, and then the river brings the fish. When you have a vasectomy, like I have, then the fish, don't they stay inside your body. They don't come out with the river, and then the fish don't impregnate an egg anywhere. And so the thing is, is that my body, like men's bodies generally, is you're, it's constantly making hundreds of millions of sperm and then a bunch of semen to go with it. So... In fact, the male orgasm can eject up to 300 million sperm in one ejaculate. I want you to think about that. There are 300 million people in America. The population of America is 300 million. The amount of sperm that can come out of your dick every single time you have an orgasm is 300 million sperm. Imagine that. So like you and I, all of us who were born of sperm on the planet, we are one out of 300 million that came out of your father. So let's say you've got a guy and he has an ejaculation into a woman. And I'm talking about traditional stuff here, you know, of course. I'm not I'm trying to be anti whatever I'm not anti-trans or anything like that I'm not trying to get into that debate I'm just talking about the basic biology 
that we've known for a long time until relatively recently, which is that here's a guy and then he has an orgasm inside of a woman and then, you know, 300 million, up to 300 million sperm come out. Not always 300 million. That's the high end, supposedly, from what I've read. read. So one of those sperm goes into one of an, uh, one of the eggs that a woman has in her lifetime, you know, and then the, you're half of this sperm and you're half of this egg, you know. So like every human being, most human, I mean, every human being, I think, unless I'm wrong somehow, is half sperm and half egg. So unless you're cloned or something, I suppose. Anyway, I'm not trying to get off track. What I'm saying is, so let's say I'm an average man and I am... I wake up in the morning and then I have an erection. Now the I read that the average American male has 11 erections a day. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's right. That sounds like a lot. Now, I mean, I am one of the most sexual people I've ever known. And I don't just spontaneously get 11 erections a day. So, I mean, even when I maybe when I was a teenager, when you're a teenager, it's just one long erection. You're just constantly, <laughs> it's not a series of erections. When you're a 14 year old boy or when I was, you know, it wasn't like I was like, oh, I had an erection and it went away. Oh, I had an erection and it went away. It was like one of those uh, Viagra or Cialis commercials where you have like an erection for nine straight hours, except it's for like nine straight years. Like you just never, <laughs> you're never not erect. <laughs> you know, you're always just trying to not be always erect when you're a kid. So, because you're trying to not in public, like if you're in a room or whatever, you're like, whatever. But like, if you're like, uh, anyway, I don't want to, let's get out of that for a second. Cause I don't want to talk about ugh, teenage it's gross. All right. So this is what I want to say about blue balls is that, you know, there are people in the world that are like blue balls aren't real. But the thing is, is that your body creates three up to 300 sperm per ejaculate. And then there's this pressure that happens in your body. It wants out like it's like water against a dam. And if you don't get it out for me, I'm not going to talk for all men. I'm not speaking for all men, but if you don't get it out, you're in pain. And so what happens is your, your lower extremities, let's try to keep this as G rated as um, there's no point. Anyway, so your, your body where you're dick and balls and everything, all that stuff starts to hurt. And then the next thing that happens is it goes up into your kidneys and then your kidneys hurt, you know, and a lot of women have had, uh, you know, problems with their kidneys when they have like a UTI or something. So, you know what I'm talking about when your kidneys hurt. So like if, when you have blue balls, your kidneys hurt. So now your balls are heavy and they're pulling, they're pulling down and you're like, oh, it's crushing. It feels like someone's like squeezing your balls, your testicles, you're just ah, like this constantly pulling and squeezing and pulling. And that's the blue ball experience in your balls. But what a lot of people don't talk about, because frankly, a lot of guys don't know how to talk about this kind of thing, especially to women is, and ugh, certainly not to each other. Men just hate talking about this kind of shit to each other. I don't mind talking about it because I am a free human being in the world and I'm not constrained by the prison of um <laughs> conformity <laughs> so anyway let's say you got blue balls and it feels like your balls are being squeezed and pulled down and then this creates pressure 
on your kidneys. And then you're like, oh, my fucking kidneys are killing. And then the next thing that happens is all this goes to your brain. So your balls hurt and your kidneys hurt and your brain hurts. Everything hurts. And the next thing that happens, like anybody that knows, like when you're not feeling good is you can't think. So you can't think. And then because, and you're just confused, you're in this fog. And then on top of the fog, you get this emotional fog as well, where you're like, oh my God, like, oh, my emotions are going crazy. And that's because you have all of this come inside you that needs to get out. And so the way that I've explained it to a lot of women in my life, and whenever I tell them this, 100% of women I've told this, go, oh my God, I'm so glad you told me this. Now I understand. Never have I told a woman this following piece of information and then be like, that's dumb. They all get it. 100% of women I've ever told the following information understand the following. And that's this. I say to women, I go, have you ever known a woman who was, uh, who had just given birth and they're breastfeeding their children and then the women go yeah and then I say okay now have you ever talked to a woman who had milk in her breasts because she was breastfeeding but she had to go like 24 hours or something without giving getting that breast milk out of her boobs and they go yes and I go how did they what did they tell you they felt and then they go well women who have milk in their boobs and they don't get it out for the breastfeeding their boobs become enraged with pain not the women become enraged but that the it's just like a very heavy absolutely painful experience and i say to women i go that's the ball that's the blue ball experience you know the blue balls experience it the is equal to the experience of the woman who's trying to breastfeed but has milk trapped in her breasts because she hasn't gotten it out in enough hours or something you it's a physical sensation and the, so what i'm getting at is um for some reason in society we seem to think that everything is psychological first and that is not necessarily the case now i'm a big uh you know bleeding heart sensitive emotionally secure in touch person who's been in therapy for many years and a journalist for many years and i have been in eight million relationships with a lot of different people and i'm uh here to tell you that um men need to get that come out so now i'm not like some fucking incel there's a lot of there are a lot of incels that would like to uh be able to use this argument to be like Oh, this is why, um, you know, women have to give it up as sex slaves or whatever. That's absurd. That's just patently stupid. So anybody that's an incel that's using, that's using an argument like I'm using is an asshole. So, uh, as you well know by now from haha Dick, I am not a misogynist and I'm not a misandrist a misogynist is when you hate women a misandrist is when you hate men i love all people and i just want everybody to come and feel good and so i'm not trying to s sit here and make another leap and say this is why women should do blah 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 that's not my goal here my goal 
in today's haha ha dick is to talk about two things that are connected. The first is the priority for men generally, number one priority for men is their dicks and balls. And a large part of this is because if they don't, they get blue balls. And it's, even if they don't get blue balls, your, your body's meant to come. And so if you're a man, you need to get that come out. And that's why whenever these Russian bots put out these videos on YouTube or something and they're like, oh, you know, you shouldn't jerk off and because you're giving up your mail, whatever. Those people are trying to ruin American men. Those are Russian bots that are trying are Chinese bots or whoever whoever's hiring these bots to create to whatever and then like certain amount of uh you know western or or Chinese or Russian men will buy into this because they just get fooled into this notion that this they're going to lose their power or something if they jerk off but let me tell you something when you don't jerk off every day or twice a day like some people or if you don't come every day in sex like some people, then that cum stays inside you and it makes you upset <laughs> and it makes you feel bad physically. It's not a psychological thing first. It's physical first and it's psychological second. So anytime I don't feel great, I have a checklist of physical things that I go through. I go, did I get up and brush my teeth? Did I take my vitamins? Did I do my weight? Did I lift weights? Did I do some cardio? Did I eat cleanly? Did I move my feet? Get some steps? Did I already say that? Did I do, have I come? Have I come twice? Have I uh, satisfied all my physical? Did I get enough sleep? So I always think physical first. And so when I did that poll of my friends, of the men friends in front of the women friends and I said raise your hand if your dick is your number one priority the main reason that men did that whether they know it or not is because physically their dicks need to come that's what it's there for it's there to pee and come that's what the dicks there for and the thing is is like everywhere we go as men we are constantly peeing you know like I'm not saying like I pee 800 times a day or something. I just, I have a healthy bladder. I'm just saying like if you pee uh, 10 times a day or five times a day, your dick is in your hand all day long, all day long, you know? And so there's just no way around that. And so if you're at work, for instance, every single guy you're at work with is constantly holding his dick. And this is one of the reasons why women get upset when men don't wash their hands because they might have pee on their hands, but also they've been manhandling their dicks and balls if they're lucky. And so, um, yeah, I wash my hands all the time. I've been washing my hands too much since I was a kid. I'm one of those people who washes his hands when I'm cooking. I wash my hands... <laughs> like six times, <laughs> maybe 10 while I'm cooking. Cause I just, ha I don't have OCD, but I have like too much hand washing all the time. So my hands are always clean. But the thing is, is like, uh, if you're at work and, uh, every guy you see, or if you're at a bar or a grocery store, every guy you see has been holding his dick that day. 
and has probably come on himself that day or in the shower or wherever he comes, you know, when he comes by himself. And as you know, porn is the, you know, the big bandwidth uh, of number one bandwidth use of the Internet. That's not all men, of course, but, uh, you know, anyway. So um, the next thing I want to talk about is holding your dick. So let's say I know I have this friend and he's very dick phobic of his own dick. And so I'm pan. I've been with uh, a bunch of women, but I've told this friend of mine, I said, uh, hey, um, you know, he was saying something about whatever, some ex from years ago and how uh, whatever. And I said, well, look, the next time you see me, theoretically, you might see me with someone who has a dick. And then he was like, oh, gross, because he's, you know, uh, phobic about dicks. That's the other thing that comes weirdly with some hetero guys, maybe maybe some LGBTQ guys. I don't maybe I mean, it's possible. But the thing is that there are straight guys, so to speak, who are like very fearful of the dick. They're like, oh, my God, dicks dicks ah no oh i can't you know a lot of guys are like scared of like the whole trans thing not a lot but there are some straight men who are afraid of the trans thing because they can't fathom uh boobs in a dick or they can't or some home a lot of homophobia that's just homophobia to me you know if you're anti-trans you're just homophobic you're just scared of the dick and here i want to solve this problem for you so the next group of people I want to talk to are, and I'm not fussing at you. I just want to have a conversation. I just want to have a conversation and the conversation. If you are homophobic, if you think you're not homophobic, but you're like, Oh, guys are gross. I want you to think about something. Do you love your dick? Because <laughs> if you don't, you should, and you're holding your dick all the time. So if you're like a guy, you're constantly in a relationship with your dick. I like to think about this question. Here's my question for you. What's your relationship with your own dick? You know, like you, if you masturbate, you're giving someone a, a dick hand job all the time. Every time I masturbate, I'm giving myself a hand job. On porn, they even call it that sometimes. They'll call it like hand job, but it's actually just a guy giving himself a masturbation job. But anyway, so what I'm getting at is... So if you are scared of the gay experience, just try not to be. Just think about how much you love your own dick. And if you don't love your own dick, I highly recommend you start. And I, again, I'm not fussing at anybody. I'm not fussing at women to understand the male experience. I'm just trying to, you know, add some information to your life about the prioritization of the cock and balls because of our physicality and I'm also trying to explain the real thing with blue balls the real and then on top of that there are men who are like gross I don't want to think about somebody else's dick well what? I mean who cares who cares I mean if you're I think there's this also this Every guy in America is very familiar with this whole thing where you go into like a public bathroom at a sporting event or a bar, any place, and you're like, ah, I'm not looking at your dick. <laughs> you know? And the main reason why that happens is not fear of 
it's not your own internal fear of other people's dicks. That's not it. You're afraid, you're afraid that someone's going to see you looking at their dick and they're going to punch you in the face. And so I get that. I get that because I grew up in the South and in the South back when I was a kid, you know, there were a lot of real tough guy. I'm a tough guy and I got a cowboy hat and I drive a Ford Dodge truck and I'm Ford Dodge hard. Oh man, tough. And I don't, you know, like, and then they're like, don't you look at my dick. Don't look at my dick. It's my dick. It's my shame. You know, don't be ashamed of your dick. You know what I mean? I'm not saying like wag your dick at people. I'm not saying like walk down the street and start wagging it around. I'm not saying like, you know, go into a bathroom and be like, hey, everybody, let's fucking, you know, compare our dicks. Maybe rub them together. See what happens. See if we cause a fire. You know, like I'm not saying all that at all. I'm not trying to like get anybody in trouble or in jail or anything like that. I am not trying to fuss at you for being a homophobic, even though I don't think you're serving yourself as a homophobic. I think that you should embrace the dick. You, you, you know, I could say something like, you know, you look at dicks in porn, but that's not really what I want you to think about because that's not helpful to you. Probably what I want you to think about is you're at, you're constantly holding a dick. Every time you jerk off, you're giving someone a hand job. And just think like when two guys are together, they're having the same good feeling you're having when you're jerking off or having sex or having anal sex or getting a blowjob. And I know that this is a lot of information to put in a YouTube and to, you know, I'm just not afraid to talk about this. I'm just not. And, uh, you know, I grew up, uh, watching Dr. Ruth and, uh, that guy, uh, that writes that column, Dan Savage, you know, and I think that it's not necessarily that I want to be one of those people. I definitely think of myself as a sexpert, you know, that's in my dating profile, sexpert. Uh, I am the sex dork. I am ha ha dick. I am a sexpert. I can introduce you to some people who would tell you that I am a sexpert. <laughs> And that's not me trying to brag. I'm just trying to tell you that uh, I think that your life would be better if you believed in blue balls, if you were pro-dick, no matter your gender. No, this is what I'm going to say. No matter your gender, please be pro-dick and pro-balls and pro-cum and pro-any gender and pro-any sexual... Um, orientation or whatever the right thing is to say you know what I mean just be pro sex be pro masturbation be pro straight sex LGBTQ sex be pro uh, abstinence people pro people who don't get horny or are asexual or whatever the whole thing and the whole all the letters you know all the different just fucking chill out and just be happy for people they if you if you support other people having fun coming, then they will support you and your life and your coming. And then everybody can be a big, happy family. You know, a long, long time ago, Coca-Cola had this ad, you know, where they were like, uh, I'd like the world and sing in peace and harmony or whatever, right? That's what I'm saying. Just be in sexual peace and harmony because you love to play with yourself. I mean, and women, 
love generally to play with themselves too. Everybody loves playing with themselves. Whenever I used to go to work, I never said anything to anybody, but I would look around and go like, uh, I'm just assuming every guy in here came on themselves this morning in bed or in a shower or wherever they come, you know, or if they were lucky in their relationship and, you know, they came with their partner or they will later, you know, I think that just makes everybody happier. And I mean, what's a better thing to do in this world than to, I mean, chocolate's good and video games are fun and traveling's nice. I love going to bars and talking to people and strange friends and strangers. I love making new friends. Uh, but at the top of that list is definitely coming. And so I think that we should all just be pro coming and stop with all the shame, you know, like just, just be aware of our different priorities and don't shame each other about them. You know, like if you're in a dom subculture and you're, and it's all consensual, then who gives a fuck? You know, like my abiding, my guiding light, you know, in life is I want to have fun with consenting adults, you know, I want to have fun with consenting adults. And, uh, I don't, as long as nobody gets hurt, then everything's great. You know what I mean? So that's it, you know? Uh, and then finally I've got a joke and I heard this joke, uh, from two comedians and I wish I knew who the comedians uh, were, but I've forgotten because I was not sober at the time. I mean, I wasn't trashed either. I just had a, you know, I just felt like maybe I had like a beer or something and I don't remember who it was. So, but they didn't say it on stage. So I'm not stealing some stage joke, but I just heard in some podcast and it's a dick joke and it goes like this. Um, what's the last thing you want, uh, Willie Nelson to say to you? when you're blowing a uh, Willie Nelson. I'm not Willie Nelson. <laughs> That's my favorite joke in a long time. And if you know who made that joke, please, you know, tell me and we'll credit that person. I don't mean to steal jokes. I'm not a joke thief. Uh, I just, I heard it. I, I don't remember who I should have written down whatever. Anyway, so I'm asking for your help in locating the source uh, provenance of this joke so that the proper credit can be given. Okay, I've been talking a long time about cock and balls and penises and peters and pricks and balls and testes and cum and semen and, um, you know, all of this good stuff. So that's it. Ha ha dick. I love you very much. Don't forget to subscribe and like and comment and tell all your friends that they should be uh, coming all the time. And if they don't uh, think that that's true, then, you know, send them this video. Well, you know what? Don't send anybody this video non-consensually. You know what I mean? Because I'm talking about cock and balls. I don't, you know, I'm in the consent. Consent is the sexiest thing. And by the way, there's a great way to do consent. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's a thing in society where people are like, oh, you know, consent's not sexy. Man, consent is great. You just got to come. Chris Rock said once, you can get any girl to do any nasty thing you want as long as you come correct. Meaning you just have to like approach correctly. But that's not just for women. That's for men and women and all genders. You know, so the thing is, is like, it's like <sighs> just consent. Like, you know, those sexy, there are sexy ways to be like, I want to kiss you. Is that cool? Or whatever. I'm not you know, don't, I'm not, I haven't thought about it in my head right now. I'm not in the mood. <laughs> so I'm not going to be able to just do it right now, but you could be all like, oh man, you know, don't say all oh, man to somebody. Just be like, 
I want to kiss you. You know what I mean? Like, just <laughs> watch some movies. Figure out how people do it. And then just get your consent down. Okay. All right. I love you very much. Don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe. Send me all your money. Whatever you can do to help me spread the word of come. Okay. All right. Ha ha, dick. <laughs>